traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Uh, hey, for more on this and other stuff that's going on in Hollywood and beyond, let's bring in Liba Nessis. She is a fantastic reporter and photographer for the Jewish Voice. She also has to be a Harvard-trained lawyer, but she knows everything that's going on in the world. Uh, Liba, welcome back. How are you? Thank you, Greg. It's been too long. I'm doing great. I'm here in Miami. I just finished Art Basel, which was incredible. incredible what, the, what is that? Um, it's like a conference with people from all over the world who come in to exhibit art, to view art at the Miami Beach Convention Center. And you get over 80,000 people from all over the world globally. And uh, there's a lot of parties surrounding it. A lot of celebrities come. Uh, Dior has a dinner. Prada has a dinner. Um, all the Gucci, um, Dolce & Gabbana set up booths everywhere. It's a major and the wealthiest people in the world come. The hotels go for seven to 8000 a night, oh. and everything sells out. There's crazy traffic, and it's just a huge party all over Miami. All right. Sounds like it's something to be avoided at all costs, but I'm glad you're there. <laughs> Listen, Liba, tell us what the hell is going on with Balenciaga. You know, they made those crazy ads with the kids, totally disgusting, yes. totally inappropriate. Uh, I heard they were apologizing, then they were suing somebody. Uh, where do things stand right now? Well, I've written a bunch of articles about this for the Jewish Voice, and the title for my last article was Balenciaga Does Nada, because actually they have done nothing. That You have these two very incriminating ads with young girls pictured alone with bondage teddy bears in a campaign that wasn't geared towards children. It was an adult-themed campaign. And then you have another ad where they show uh, a child pornography document. And then and in that same ad, you have um, a book placed there by a man named Michael Borman, who frequently uh, features babies, castrated babies in his pictures. So you have a whole different, a bunch of incriminating um, things taking place. And not one head has rolled, literally. There hasn't been one person fired. The head of the creative director, Demna Gavasalia, should have been fired with his whole team. I ended up looking up everyone on his team, and they all have demons and Satan on their Instagrams. This one woman, Lada Valkova, who he worked with in the beginning days, she has an Instagram with babies being eaten oh. and four-year-old girls taped to a chair wearing swimsuits. And a really very, she had to take her Instagram private and delete over 100 posts. But even what's left, I mean, I haven't seen it because it's all private, but really sick things, kids with skulls, a bloody child's bedroom. Uh. This is a woman he's worked with since 2014 who they call the invisible hand. All right, hold on a second. This is all, it's all disgusting, but I'm getting a little bit confused as to who's who and who did what. Uh, okay. Now, wait, 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 wait. Now, my understanding is Balenciaga is, you know, a fashion company, whatever, and they hired some production firm to do this for them. And I read that Balenciaga is actually mad at the firm that did this. But that's a way out for them. They're they're saying, like, look, we hired somebody to do this for us, and we don't like it any more than you do. And we're angry, and we're actually suing them. Is any of that true? Well, they 
the, the, the placement of the children with the bondage teddy bears, they take complete responsibility for it. They never said someone else did that. They found the photographer who specializes in shooting toddlers. Demna Gavasalia, the head of the whole company, went out and found the photographer and set up the campaign. The only time they were suing the production company was for the the case where the where the papers of a court case, U.S. versus Williams, which was a child pornography case. They said the production company placed those documents into the picture without their knowledge, and then they dropped that lawsuit. It was a $25 million lawsuit. They immediately dropped it because it obviously wasn't true. They obviously were the and they approved the documents in the ad, obviously, and the case wouldn't have gone well for them. So hey, they dropped that. So- all right. Hold on. Let me just take a step back. What is it with fashion in general? I mean, they've been doing creepy, weirdo ads on and off for a long time. And one that comes to mind, and I remember it vividly. In fact, I played it on the Newsmax show in the mid-1990s. They did this stuff where, like, it was like a casting call for child models in a basement, and it was really creepy in, a, in like, a suburban basement with wood paneling and some older guy off camera is like, wow, you really look nice in those shorts. And uh, it's just, it was the, the the hint was that this was, like, the buildup to some sort of pornographic movie. And anyway, that's just one small example. They've been doing this stuff for a long time. Why? Well, I mean, it's run by a certain group of people. This guy, Demna, you know, he, in October of this year, he had a fashion show where all the models walked down, and they were bloodied and bruised. Their faces were bloodied and bruised, and they had piercings all over. In today's environment, it's always about pushing the envelope and being edgy so that you can drive the media and drive attention, and that drives sales. So. A part of it is endemic to the industry because these people, you know, this guy Demna said he goes to sex clubs, he goes to sex dens. So they themselves are corrupted, and also they make more money by, by corrupting society. Aye, aye, aye. Well, what do we do? We say no to Balenciaga. I mean, I don't care. The stuff seems really overpriced and not particularly interesting. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I have no use for this crap. Um, well, nobody. Yeah, well, nobody's wearing Balenciaga now. If you wear Balenciaga, you will be attacked on social media. Anybody who, I mean, Kim Kardashian, you know, stopped. She used to be this great fashion plate when they were dressing her, and I saw her in our Basel, and she looked like a mess. Her look was all over the place because Balenciaga is no longer dressing her. Mm. But I think people really just—it's outrageous that he didn't fire the creative director. He hasn't filed one photography. Who's he? Who's he? Who's the guy who should be doing all this? Francois Pinot is the CEO of Caring. He's a multi-billionaire. He's married to Salma Hayek, and he's the head of Balenciaga. Oh, and now Salma Hayek, she's a real wokester too, right? Yeah, and he gives a lot of money to woman empowerment. And he just, he just in 2020, he was one of the first people to say we're no longer using models under 18 because it. It, it's not healthy for them psychologically. Caring was one of the first people to say that. So it's very strange for him to use kids who are no more than four years old holding bondage teddy bears when he knows this issue. And he also owns Christie's, the auction site. And now it comes out that Christie sells a lot of pedophiliac art. Christie's? Christie's? Yes, yeah, they sell art of children with um, 
with uh, noses of, of penises. All right, really no more. Different. I don't want to. I can't. Oh, God. All right. Let's just talk about the. Yikes. Do you have anything to say about Kirstie Alley? Well, I feel like I really liked her. Like, I really associate her with Cheers. That's from when I loved her. And it's just sad that we're losing so many. You know, she's 71. She's so young. And we're losing all these great, you know, icons. She was an icon. But she really kept a very low profile and kept to herself. Well, know? recently, in recent years, she was out there. She was saying all kinds of stuff. Talking to, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's a was, shame. She's like a part of my child. I feel like I associate her with a part of my childhood. She was way too young to die, but uh, you haven't. I haven't really seen her in years. I mean, you know, with yeah, like, it happens. Out. It happens. So, Liba, tell us a little bit about the Jewish voice and how do we find you there? Um, well, I just wrote two articles about Demnon Balenciaga. So, if I was a little too factually based, it's because I've kind of been steeped in it and all the people around him. I wrote about the downfall. I called him demonic Demna because I think this is all about demons. And then I just wrote another article two two days ago called Balenciaga Does Nada. And I think we really have to push back on this because this is an important topic. Child pornography is terrible. I mean, it's really something that society has to push back and don't let them push the envelope on this because next time it'll be something even, you know, we can never, never let our kids be even remotely sexualized. Yeah, you would think, you would think. You know, it's funny. Somebody pointed this out to me today. You'll get in trouble at work for talking about sex with a colleague, right? Somebody you know. Even oh. even like in the T.J. Holmes, Amy Rohrbach case, even somebody, you know, who wants to get it on with you and it's all consensual, you can get in trouble that way. Yet, yet, the push is on right now to allow teachers uh, to talk mm-hmm. to our children about changing their gender, about sex, all those things. And if you don't want that to happen, somehow you are uh, a major problem. You, the whole don't say gay bill, which was totally uh, mislabeled and that kind of thing. That was just people who didn't want teachers talking about sexuality with their uh, two year, with their uh, second graders. So it, right. the, the world has kind of come off its uh, axis, if you will. Uh, I don't know what, I mean, I think God is the answer ultimately. I really do, and I hope people get closer to God. But that's another conversation perhaps, or maybe it should be every conversation. Hey, Liba, thank you. What's your website? What's your Twitter? What's your Instagram? Um, uh, My Instagram is Liba Ness, L-I-E-B-A-N-E-S-S. Wait a second. L-I-B? Sorry, L-I-E-B-A-N-E-S-S, because like (laughs) Liban is... And then uh, you could just, I put all my articles on Twitter and you could look it up on the Jewish voice. But my individual is L-I-E-B-A-N-E-S-S. That's my individual Instagram. And I put links to all my articles. All right. And I love watching you and your family and you have an amazing parents and they are also in Florida and Palm Beach. You have incredible, incredible parents. Aren't they special? I'm so, I am so grateful. And I'm so grateful that, uh, uh, that you joined us today, Liba, and that you're out and about and keeping us informed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll talk <laughs> later. You, you bet. You bet. Ah, good stuff. She's uh, she's good. Hey, Harvard Law. Harvard Law. And uh, and and knows all this other stuff, too. Hey, give me a moment. Uh, you folks still have some questions about that golf cart situation in, in uh, Florida. When we come back.